right. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, everyone. The Bible says, everything that hath breath, let him praise the Lord, for he is worthy. Hallelujah. 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 Certainly, certainly good to be in the house of the Lord today. I, I, I just want to, uh, Sister Tyler went over some prayer requests, but there were some other requests that came to me after we had prayed. But listen, I, I want to, first I want to give you victory reports before we, before I give you some other things to pray for, and we're not going to stop. Uh, we're going to pray during the day for these other ones. I will bring the bishop up, bishop up in just a minute. But let me, let me give you a victory report. I put a call out for Sister Barnett because they were, they were not sure what was going on with her body after her medicine was changed. Her speech started to slur. They rushed her to the hospital. They could not find anything. Anything wrong. Hallelujah. That's because the church began to pray. Hallelujah. They said, we can't find anything, but we would like to keep you and hold you over. She said, well, if you can't find nothing, I'm not staying. She said, I'm going home. So there's one that we need to know that God is still on the throne. I want you to continue to pray for her. Uh, they have asked her to go for an MRI, but let's just continue to pray. Everything is normal. Her speech is not slurred. Nothing is going on right now. But Sister Marlena, uh, over a week ago, uh, was having sciatic nerve issues. If I'm not mistaken, it was a Wednesday night. All we did was pray. The very next day, this was last, I think this was last week, and then the very next day, I got a report. It was her first night of sleeping all the way through the night without any pain, without any problems, because we serve a healer. He's still on the throne. He's doing a mighty work. God is so good. I was just uh, some called last night. Uh, we need to really pray for our young people. 15-year-old committed suicide and succeeded last night. And uh, the family contacted uh, I was contacted through another family but in it, to pray for this family. This pandemic has really stri struck the nation and our children hard. You know why it's so important for us to be the light to our community? It's so important. It's so important. I want to remind you of Sister Roper and Ella. Uh, Ella lost her biological father uh, two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, with my dates. And I, I just want you to hold Ella up before the Lord in prayer that God would move and intervene in her life. Um, he had begun to be a dad and to invest in her and, and be with her. And so she's really struggling with this. And so I would like you to pray for Ella as well. I'm not saying these things to bring a damper on the flow of the Holy Ghost. Hear me? This lets you know that the body needs to be in prayer. 
Amen. I, I thank you all for who, all of you that came last yesterday morning for our outreach walk and our prayer walk. Thank you. Uh, I would like to welcome our guests as well for being with us today. May the Lord richly bless you. Amen. It's good to have you in the house of the Lord with us today. Without further ado, I would like to bring our bishop, Herb Reynolds, to the platform to minister to us today. Um, it's a privilege and an honor to introduce him to you, not only as my biological father, but as my bishop, spiritual leader. It's an honor to have him minister to us today. May the Lord richly bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. The writer said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. I know that we're in trouble sometimes, but we serve a great big God. Hallelujah. He said, before he ascended into the heavens, he said, I will be with you always, even unto the end of the world or the earth. What a privilege you have, yeah, and I have, amen. that we are back in the house of God this morning, not to capacity, but our God is going to take care of everything. Amen. And so we welcome you today. Thank you for being in the house of the Lord. And I want to say to those who are listening through our outreach, God bless you. We pray that you will be encouraged. And whatever is being broadcast here today and in the past weeks that we've been able to come together as a body, we pray that it will inspire you and to encourage you that you might know that uh, we're serving a great big God. We used to sing a song, we serve a great, big, wonderful God. And we still serve that God. Amen. So I want to give you an introduction tonight with the script, or this morning with the scripture uh, to give you a thought for the day. Amen. And I pray that it will carry you through to many other days ahead of us. I know there's troublesome times. But we serve a God that, that knows where you are. God's church is important. It's important to Him. You're important to Him. Whether you know it or not, you're important. I'd like to bring the scripture to you uh, on the reading today in 2 Samuel 22 verses 17 through 20. Here's what the scripture says. This is David. He sent from above. He took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delighted 
in me from my strong, or delivered me from my strong enemy. And from them he hated me, for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity. But the Lord was my stay. Can you say amen? amen. The Lord was my stay. He brought me from also a large place. He delivered me because he, he what? He delighted in me. How many feels that you've been delighted in the presence of God? I'm delighted. Hallelujah. I'm delighted to be in his presence. Hallelujah. And so the subject that I want to bring to you today and I pray that we can minister to you through the Holy Ghost. God delights in me. Or I should, could say it this way. God delights in you. Take your finger and point it to your shoulder, chest, and say, My God delights in me. Amen. Hallelujah, and you may be seated. Thank you. Amen. I, let me ask you a question today. I know many of you have been in church for many, many years. I've been in a few myself, and I delight in doing the will of God. Have you ever thought, why did God Pick you out of three or four billion people, or probably more than that, around seven in the world, that he chose you to be a part of his bride. Had you ever thought of that? Why did God pick you out of a world? And pick you out to say, I want that one, and I want that one. But the Bible said, he says, whosoever will. He didn't pick you by drawing a name out of the hat. He knew you before you were born. He knew Jeremiah before he was born. And he knows each and every one of us today before we were born. But now look at us. Where are we at? We're in his presence. You know, when God had the tabernacle put in the midst of the children of Israel through Moses, he put it, him there and he put that tabernacle there and all the encampments of Israel, their doors opened toward the tabernacle. Why? Because he wanted a place where he could come into Shakande Loromo Shanda, in the glory, the El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, would come in the midst of the children of Israel. And as they began to worship and praise him, 
the holiness of God would come down in a holy smoke into the sanctuary that he might bless them and encourage them to be on his side. Can you say amen? God wants you to be a part of his kingdom. That's the reason that he chose you. That's the reason that he picked you out of all the people in the world. Amen. Spatial? You better believe it. Those that he calls out of darkness to walk in his marvelous light, they're spatial. Did you know every born-again child of God doesn't matter what your background has been, but he's called you. He picked you and said, there's one. I want her. I want him. Amen. To be in my circle. I have chosen you. I delight in you. Hallelujah. Why did God pick me? I have no idea. This was not my calling in the beginning. After I got out of the military, my intentions were to go to North Carolina to Duke University. I wanted to be in the medical field, helping people. But somewhere along the way, there was a preacher that met me in West Virginia at a national conference in Huntington. And he said, Brother Reynolds, I'd like for you to come and preach for me. I said, well, Brother Gardner, I said, uh, where? He said, in Washington, D.C. I said, well, how far is it? Well, he said, it's, it's, it's several miles. A couple of 300, maybe 400 miles. Well, it's a little further than that. So I chose and to come. And you know what? By that choice, that changed my life. God turned me around from the medical field to a deeper calling in serving Him. I was already in the church, but He saw something in me that I didn't see. I don't think anybody else saw it, to my knowledge. But God chose me, and what a thrill it's been. Has it been easy? No. No. But listen what the Lord spoke to the children of Israel in the book of Exodus. I think that scripture is found in Exodus, and he said this, If ye will keep my commandments, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me. Above, above all people, for all the earth is what? Mine. All the earth is mine. So uh, the thing that is so important today that God had seen you and he has seen and he... He begins to work in your life. God delights in those that will obey Him. God will delight in those that will surrender their hearts to Him. 
And when you surrender your heart to God, you're going to be the apple of his eye. And you know what? There's no one in the world that can pluck you out of his hands because we serve a great big God. That's the God I want to be a part of. That's the God I want to dwell in eternity with. How about you? Have you made up your mind? We're, we are having all these difficulties. It doesn't matter what they are. God is able. Hallelujah. Shalaramondai. Give, give him high praise, church. We're able to come back. We're here, and God's going to keep his people. I know we're having trouble. Listen to what he said in that scripture. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He drew you out of the cares of this world. He drew on your heart, and he brought you to be able to come into his presence. And he wants to keep you there. Listen. For they were too strong for me, they prevented me in the days of my calamity. But the Lord was my stay. Where would you be today if it wasn't for the Lord? Where would I be today if it wasn't for the Lord? He delivered me, the Bible says, from my strong enemies. Now this is David telling everything that was going on. The enemy had come in like a flood, yet David was able to say, God came roaring forth to pull me out of the swirling waters. He rescued me from my troubles. I tell you what, I had a lot of troubles that I couldn't do anything about. But when the Lord came in, hallelujah, you should be thankful that God came in. Hallelujah. And he's going to bring you out. I know we're we're struggling with all of this uh, virus today, but you know what? God is able Amen. to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could think or ask or even imagine because he's God. We used to say in Sunday school years ago, he holds the whole world in his hand. He holds you and me, brother and sister, in his hand. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, but I'll be closer than a brother. What a privilege that God delights in me and God delights in you. You're privileged people today. God chose you out of darkness. God chose you out of your lifestyle, my lifestyle, and brought me in. It wasn't his desire that I be lost. Amen. The Holy Spirit gave David a revelation that is the key to all deliverance. In Psalms 119th chapter, verse 143 and 144. You see, 
David could say, the reason God delivered me from all my enemies and from all my sorrows and the powers of hell is because I am precious to him. You really don't know how precious you are to God. You don't know sometimes how precious he, you, you are to him when he sees hands raised to give him praise. When he sees the word of God is opened up. Hallelujah. And you're reading the word and studying his word. And when you witness to somebody about the love of God, the love of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Why he saw me, why he saw you, I don't know. Was you worthy? No. Was I worthy? No. But he went to an old rugged cross. He hung between heaven and earth. He gave his all for your salvation. He purchased you on the cross. You see, Paul said, you're not your own. You're bought with a price. Amen. He went to the cross for each and every one of us. That he might have a people that he could delight in. He told the children of Israel, if you walk in my counsel and you obey my commandments, I will bless you. I will keep you. Hallelujah. We have a God that's going to keep us yeah. in the time of trouble yeah. when we're struggling and maybe not knowing Amen. which way to go. Oh, I'm so glad he called me. Amen. I'm so glad he got a hold of my heart. Amen. Amen. When I was 20 years of age, at that point I didn't have much thinking about what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be, or anything else. But one night, God found me at an old-fashioned altar, kneeling before him, asking him to save me. And God touched my heart that night, November 1957. and I never turned back. There's in a revival, and I never turned back. Let me ask you a question. Do you need deliverance yes. Come on now. from lust, Come on. temptations, Come on. or trials, Amen. from a problem that, that's a mental, spiritual, and emotional, and physical problem? God is able. Put it in the hands of the Master that calmed the waters, and he'll calm your troubled soul. He calmed, calmed my troubled soul. Amen. And I'm so thankful. How about you? I'm so thankful that I can say, God delivered me from all my trials and my temptations, and he brought me in to a solace place, brought me into where I can say, thank you, Jesus. The key to your victory is in this verse. God delights in you. You are precious to him. Amen. 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 Every man and woman that will 
obeyed the Word of God and give their hearts to the Lord, the precious to Him. Come on, amen. 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 And let's go on. In Songs of Solomon, the Lord says to His bride, How fair and how pleasant art thou. Amen. Oh, love for delights. Three of the Hebrew words in this verse are synonymous. Fair, meaning precious. Pleasant indicates pleasure. And delight. You delight yourself in the Lord, I tell you, he's going to delight himself in you. Amen. When, you, when you're praying, when you are lifting holy hands, what a privilege. What a privilege. God even gives you the privilege to say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah is the highest praise. So we're living in a day when not many people is concerned about thanking Jesus. They have no thankfulness for the Lord. But those that do have thankfulness, guess what? They're the apple of his eye. He said, I hold you in the palm of my hand. No man can pluck you out. No man, not even the powers of darkness can pluck you out of his hand. Why? Because he delights in you. And he will let his blessings flow upon you. And he will guide you as you allow him to order your life. Amen. Amen. And God is able to do it. These words describe Jesus' thoughts toward his bride as he beholds her. This is my bride. Hallelujah. He's coming back after a bride that has made herself. You're the bride of Christ today. Have you, have you thought of that? You're the bride of Christ. Amen. And he's looking for a bride when he comes back that has made herself ready. And I say herself because the bride is in a, a, a form of being his bride. Amen. You've taken on his name in the waters of baptism. Amen. 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 He shed his blood for you. He gave his life. Yes. If he gave his life for his bride to be, husbands should give their life, if necessary, for their bride and their wife. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I think I need to repeat that. If Jesus is our bridegroom and he gave his life for us, gentlemen, I, I have to say, you should be willing to give your life for your wife, who is your bride, and been your bride for how many years? Amen. Because you need, you need that bride. And that bride needs you just as much as Jesus needs you. Amen. In this world of iniquity, that you would give yourself to him fully. And the Bible says, The Lord taketh pleasure 
in his people. Does he take pleasure in you? You answer the question. You answer the question. I'm just asking. You're the one that can answer that question better than anybody else. Does he take pleasure in you? Hallelujah. Does he see you? Yes, he does. Wherever you go, the Lord's eyes are upon you. They follow you. You can't hide from the presence of God. Amen. So realize the eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the good and the bad. So let's do our part as God delights in us. Delight yourself in the presence of God. Delight yourself in his pleasure because he will beautify the meek. Psalms 149.4. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Hallelujah. I can try to convince you of God's delight in you by telling you you are precious to the Lord, yet you may think that's sweet, but it's only a lovely thought. No, it's not a lovely thought. It is a thought of realness. No one. This truth is much more than a lovely thought. It is the very key to your deliverance from every battle that rages in your life, in your soul, in your family. Hallelujah. It is the secret to entering into God's rest and has promised you, I'll give you rest. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I'm going to give you rest. Hallelujah. You have more rest today as a child of God than you had when you, before you ever came to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You have peace, more peace today than you had before you came to God. Come on. You have more peace. Hey, I had a lot of problems. Before I came to God, the devil was taking me down the road of no return. Amen. I used to have nightmares as a young man. And when I was home, 18, 19 years old, I'd walk in my sleep. How many sleep has ever slept walk? Only two of us. Anybody else? I would take all the covers off of my bed. I didn't sleep in my house with, with the rest of the family at this time of my life. I would take off all the covers, pile them up, and I would take them to the front of the house, and I'd put them in a swing. And I would come back and go to bed. And my, fam my mother and father would get up and maybe just go to the front door and there's all the covers off of my bed on the front porch. I had no control of that night walking. I couldn't control myself in it or I wouldn't have took them off or I'd have brought them back. I didn't wait. I woke up, but I couldn't control it. 
But oh, what a God I serve. God, you know the song it says, He took my sins away. He took them all away. And now I'm rejoicing every day. All because he took my sins away. How about you? How about you? He took your sins away. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. Hallelujah. The deepest thoughts that we have had, he has taken them away. God is real today, church. He loves you. He loves you. Amen. To the most extreme gratification. Also, he, you satisfy him when you praise him, when you love him. I don't understand how somebody could say, I got the Holy Ghost and all my sins are gone and can't worship. I don't understand how that you could be cleansed from the immorality of your lifestyle or your sin and uh, couldn't praise him, couldn't clap your hands to him. Well, I'm not that emotional. I guess I come from an emotional family. Amen. I come from 14. Only two of us left at this point in time in my life. I have a, I have a sister, and I just lost one last month, a twin. Not my twin, but a twin sister. When God got old, although, you know, we would sing at home, you know, them old songs. My family was large. We liked to sing. We like to sing Christian songs, sang very few country and western songs, you know. But we, we love to sing Christian songs. Not, many of, not any of them at that time was saved. No, but we just love to sing. And don't get on my tune. Don't sing on my tune. You get your other You find somewhere in the... And five or six of us singing, you have to get on your own key, not mine. But we love to sing. How about you? I love to hear great gospel singing, worship, and I love to hear the congregation of the righteous worshiping the Lord, praising Him. It's music. Are you aware when you sing and praise God and you stand in awesomeness toward God that he delights in you? His heart rings out with joy and peace. That's my church. That's my church. That's what I died for. That's why I went to the cross, that I had people like those worshiping me, praising me, giving me glory. Would you stand with us right now and give him high praise? Give him high praise. Worship him. Give him glory. He's doing it. He died for you while we were yet sinners. Hallelujah. The singer's going to come. Uh, we pray that you will be touched of God. He delivered you. He delights in you. Amen. As much as a mother delights in her son or her daughter when they first see that newborn child 
brought through their arms. Jesus is the same way for every child of God that is born of water and of the Spirit. He delights in you, friend. Don't never think that you are not delighted in God's presence. He loves to see you come together. He loves to see the church come together to worship Him and to praise Him and give Him high praise and do it even at home. Well, I don't have no music. Sing anyways. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Just give Him high praise and magnify the Lord with us. The musicians, God bless. Have a nice day. Hallelujah. everything positioned out for safety, social distancing. You just want to pray. You can come to pray. Hallelujah. We thank you for being with us today. May the Lord richly bless you. Oh, so-
worship at your throne to come into your presence as your own to come into your presence as your own sing it one more time you are holy you are holy oh so at your throne to come into your presence as your own 